0: Down. Yeah. You're still listening to Mutiny Radio, I'm trying to figure out this Zoom thing. This is uh, Peter and the Wolf, narrated, uh, and some Academy of London something. I, I used to listen to this a lot as a kid on a record player, Peter and the Wolf by Sergei Rukovyev, narrated. By I'm going Serge- to tell
1: you the story of Peter and the Wolf. In the tale you are about to hear, each character is represented by a different instrument of the orchestra. The bird by the flute, The Duck by the Oboe The Cat by the Clarinet Grandfather by the Bassoon, The Wolf by the Holmes. Shots by the timpani and the bass drum. Peter by the strings in the orchestra. One morning, Peter opened the gate and went out.
0: Well, crap, that just crapped out on me for no reason. All right. Hey, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. I've just figured out how to get that Zoom thing in and work all that out. Hopefully, they'll give me the okay on uh, whatever platform to be able to stream this live for you if anybody's listening or for the podcast that will be subsequently here since obviously we're not having an open mic because everybody's dying or we're trying to keep everyone from dying. I'm not sure how that works anymore, but uh, I, you're, hey, you're in your house being safe. That's good. And don't worry. I walked. Almost all the way here from my Tenderloin apartment. And just to tell you, there's nothing different in the Tenderloin. Everything is exactly the same. The same people are out on the street. Nobody has a six-foot distance between tents. Uh, nothing has changed for them. Uh, the A lot of. There was the one guy who was like, No, I need money, man. Toothpaste is not money. And the other guy was like, I need heroin. And I guess they're not going to be trading heroin for... uh uh, for for toothpaste uh let's see that i'm looking for some music it's hard to do things at talk and do things at the same time i was just thinking about heroin so here is a song
2: about heroin
0: yay yay this is red hot chili peppers
2: I live in the sea
1: Silly, fat, funny, intellectual, um, hardcore—you know, sensual—all those different things, philosophical. But with women, they always have to be feminine, feminine, feminine. And um, what I like most is not everybody say this is the age of women or whatever. I think this is bullshit. You know, I, I, uh, I just. Like See women who can be characters and can be themselves. And num- number one, two, and three, they are what they are. And number ten, they are, they are, happen to, yes, they happen to be women in the same way as you happen to be Spanish and I happen to be Icelandic, you know.
0: All right, Bjork has no time for your sexism. I was just Bjork talking on a thing. I have a phone call. You're live on the air. Caller, hello. Uh, hey Pam, it's Matthew Quirk. Hey Quirk, how you doing? Good. How's
3: your? Uh, how's it going over
0: there? Fine. I mean, no symptoms. I'm not showing any symptoms, so that's good. And uh, I don't know. It just, you know, doing doing the radio thing. Uh, yeah. Did uh, we did I did a zoomy a zoom thing yesterday, but I. I didn't. I haven't seen the video yet. I don't really understand how video works, whatever. But I listened to the audio, and it was good. It was, and so I'm gonna. I'm asking right now. They haven't gotten back to me, but I know there's some Zoom thing at five o'clock with New York and San Francisco, and I was gonna ask like, Hey, can I play the audio? Cause the audio sounds good on Mutiny Radio. So
3: anyway, the, uh, the Zoom thing was it just like I did a Zoom thing, and it turned out it was just five comics talking. To each other. Oh no, we actually did
0: sets. I did like a 10 minute set.
3: Oh, that's good. That would be different, I think. Because, like, the talking, it's sort of like you can't have, if two people are talking, it completely fucks up the audio.
0: Right, because the way that the thing works is you have to mute people. Because every time yeah. you speak, that's what activates the video. So the person who talks the most gets the most screen time.
3: Yeah, but you know, like so it's very confusing yeah. on the Zoom and I, I think it's very functional for a good conversation the way you think it is.
0: Well, you just and have to you have like
3: in a you have to have someone
0: assigned, yeah. you have to have someone be like a stage manager and take and have I'm muting somebody unmuting them muting unmuting that kind of thing. Otherwise, yeah, it's I- just mayhem.
3: Yeah, and usually when comics are talking, they all want to have the best zinger and all that sort of uh-huh. thing, which is usually mumbled under breath and such, and it just never comes through well, and it's just thing after thing that's just not, not
0: as conducive. Well, I mean, I guess it works for looking at people and seeing them and being like, hey, I I, I enjoyed it last night. I mean, I got to see Gary Hughes eating applesauce, <laughs> doing his jokes, and... Uh, yeah. And uh, and detox in his bunker with his sour patch kids cereal, which I saw recently at Gross Out, and it was like eight boxes for ninety nine cents, which is insane. But that's the thing: is who eats sour patch cereal? And now the answer is detox. So that's good.
2: <laughs>
3: so I learned.
0: I learned something yesterday.
3: Um, I imagine there's a whole lot of shit he eats.
0: Uh, I sure. <laughs> um, it was been it. I, it's a fun apocalypse. I'm having a good time. Do you show any symptoms yet?
3: No. I mean, I. Uh, so, I don't know if you realize that I'm an essential worker.
0: Yeah, you have all the skills. The, the skills that kills. You got the plumber skills and the building skills.
3: Yeah. So, I've been doing some plumbing. And, uh, you know, you're basically alone doing plumbing. I mean, there's another guy there doing carpentry, but we're not within six feet of each other. Sure. Ever. <laughs> you know, it's very they solitary. So I'm not really bumping into anyone. Candestine People are like hyper wiping shit down sure. and all that kind
0: of stuff. Yeah. The, the scariest place I was today was I was on the 14 bus for three, four stops. Not very long. And I should have just walked. It was packed. Like the bus was filled yeah. with people. So... I don't know what's up with that, but the Tenderloin is completely the same. My neighborhood, nothing has changed. Everyone who was living on the street is still living on the street in their tent. In fact, if anything's changed down Leavenworth, I walked down it today, is that people are nicer and they're smiling at me and being really cool. Like a guy with a face tattoo today and like a super grill. And it wasn't like a gold grill. It was like a silver grill. So I'm like, whoa. Big old smile at me, like, hey, how you doing? So, people yeah, look well, of nice. Yeah, sort of tripping
3: us all down, and, uh, you know, we're all suffering together suddenly, and we're so starved of human contact now. You see someone, you smile at them, because you got no one to shake hands with and no one to high-five. Yeah. So it's like, hey, it's, it's, it's what little what little human contact we can get.
0: Yeah, I, I smile uh, at it. They're, they're still running the 14 bus, huh? Uh Just as Jason King says in reference to, because I had said, hey, is it okay, is it okay, did I lose you? No, you're still there. Uh, I said, are you cool if I tap into the sound at 5pm and play live audio on Mutiny also for a podcast? And Jason King says, ooh, get higher stakes, Pam Benjamin. Will people be able to get the recordings? I don't see why not. Shouldn't impact the sound in any way. Yeah, it makes a podcast. Yeah, it makes a podcast. And I'll attach it. Yay. So well, the sweet. The still running, huh? Yeah, everything's still running. It's pretty crazy that um, the world still exists, and it hasn't really been shut down yet. I saw the news today that um, the United States now has the most cases, yeah. and um, we've surpassed everyone, because, you know, America is the best, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Uh, You know, I don't know. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. People are still there's still a lot of people out in San Francisco and are I I maintain six feet. But then now I'm here at the station talking into a microphone, which one of we're not supposed to share microphones. So I just keep thinking of vectors like. It was the one thing. It's the reason why I didn't pass calculus in college. I just couldn't get past vectors. And now I actually understand what a vector is. I'm like, oh, I hope I'm not a vector. So,
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I read a thing that they're going to start shutting down bus lines because, you know, shelter in place has caused a drop in ridership, uh, which, duh. well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Duh. How did you not know that immediately when you're like, are you running a city? Who runs, who runs a city that doesn't understand, (laughs) you know, if you make everyone stay at home, public transportation might, you know, suffer. Well, I've just Um, been,
0: I've been mostly walking everywhere. Uh, Honestly, I I haven't been, I've been trying to avoid the bus, not just to
3: like, not get a fucking virus. One individual, the city. Yeah. You know, and and, and as an example, you're not riding the bus. You used to ride the bus. Right. Yeah, I'm walking.
0: I'm trying to be a responsible motherfucking adult and be like, well,
3: they say I'm allowed to exercise. It's like shocked that like ridership has gone down on public transportation. Right. Like, well, well, it's gone down because you won't let anyone get out of the house. Right. Like, duh. Uh, I mean... And so they're going to start shutting down bus lines, they said. And it's like, wait a minute, you guys should have a contingency plan for this. How did you not know? The minute you gave a shelter-in-place order, how did you not know that there would be less people on the bus?
0: Right, exactly. Well, the other thing is that those who, like, I don't need the bus, I can walk. There are people that fucking need the bus. Like, there's old people. and, and But the old people should not be taking the bus. You, you know, so... Like what services what services do yeah, we need you, to have what's the skeleton on services You live in a flat
3: area if you live somewhere away the fuck uphill, you might be like sure I'll walk down but when I come home I want the bus. Like not yeah, everyone, or, you know we don't live in a flat plain in San Francisco we live and in a hilly Not
0: area. every person is in really good shape and you know can is ambulatory a lot of people are you know sedentary and and it, we haven't been helping ourselves for a long time with Sitting in desks and Uber Eats and everything getting delivered, and how do we cook and what do we get? Like, you know, oh yeah. no, everyone's forced to live their life. Oh God, I have to cook for myself. Christ. Anyway.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So you've been, you've been busier than ever.
3: Oh, uh, not really. I mean, I, I normally have about a week of work, four, four days of work every five days of the week. Um, so, but about the same amount of busy, the thing is that like, besides work, there's this huge drop off, like none of my hobbies are really happening anymore. Oh yeah. Any sort of like social, the gym is closed and it's shut down all the edges, the bricks are still there, the mortar is gone.
0: That's, um, poetic for yeah, a builder.
3: But, uh, yeah. And uh, But, you know, it's the same for everyone. I mean, most people still have their jobs, even if they're working from home. But, uh, you know, none of their hobbies are available. And everyone, you know, you go out for a walk, and I hear people, and why are people outside? Like, well, because <laughs> in San Francisco, we got, you know, the living room is someone's bedroom. You know, like, right. you know, we rent closets. This well, place is built to be outdoors. It's it's you know? true, it and
0: like or this. in a public space in that you know, bars were my living room. Like, I didn't...
3: Uh, yeah, I don't not, hang not out with a you, beer in my living you room. You know, like, th- this city has divided every fucking hallway up into, um, you know, bedrooms. Right. Like, who, who has a fucking living room that isn't, like, pretty wealthy? Or perhaps they live in a one-bedroom apartment. Right. You know, but even them, they probably have, like, two roommates. Sure. <laughs> I know. And uh, we just... We don't have the space to be... You're either in your bedroom alone or you're outdoors somewhere out yeah. of the house at least
0: well and that's how I mean and- that's how we commune as people in these uh, in these external spaces I I miss my bar so much I miss yeah. I miss Bender but- so much I miss all my my friends and it's so funny because yeah. I keep seeing people on the street sort of willy-nilly like I saw my boss the other day and he was like hey and we like yelled at each other from across the street and I saw Josh Holub t- today. He was on his bike, and he's like, "Pam, Josh, hey!" So it's like just sort of seeing people. I saw my buddy Cassie. She's a bartender at my favorite bar. I saw her and her dog, Lamb Chop, outside of Gross Out, and I was like, "Hey, oh my God, how are you doing?" So it's been it's been weird to be disconnected from my group, like my peer group, you know, like my friend group, and comedy too. I know, woe is
3: me. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Well, it's, we're all in the same boat, is the, is the thing. I mean, you're not the only one. Yeah. But I alone. did.
0: I have been doing weird baking experiments, and I'm writing a ton, and um, I had a great day. I, I almost, I almost read an entire book today while I was waiting for my bread to rise, etc. So now yeah, I yeah. You might
3: t- want to get yourself a starter for your next bread thing because, like, I saw your yeast. Where's the fucking yeast?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I made some out of the beer. It sort of worked. It's worked enough. It, it's good enough. It's going to work. I'm going to eat it. I'm gonna, I didn't put weed in it, though, because I didn't want to waste it, just in case it didn't work. It
3: rose enough, and yeah, it's fine. Well, you know, they, you can still make just pastry.
0: That's true. I do have a lot of butter. I could have just made, I could have just done a But
3: But not, not everything has to be fucking weed engulfed. You know, like, well, it, it does,
0: be... though. We're in the apocalypse, Matthew Quirk, and everything should have drugs in it. Should it not? Like, what the fuck, man? What kind of square... Uh, actually, you
3: know, they've, they've studied animals. What kind of coward like, are, are you? You aren't
0: taking all of your drugs right now? Excuse me? Did I'm did you just says, call I'm, me I'm a channeling, coward? I'm channeling Zach Wiseman, and I'm calling you a coward for not taking all of your drugs right now. Uh,
3: Well, uh, you better... So, Zach Wiseman's dead? No, I don't know. Uh, Oh, my God, I hope not. I meant uh, channeling
0: his live energy. I'm channeling him from somewhere in the city. Jesus Christ, I hope he's... I hope Zach Wiseman lives forever in the firmament. Awful.
3: So, uh, well, you know, um, there's sort of a thing to be like, oh, uh, the idea like, yeah, take you know, why not take him now? Uh, But just the same, when they study animals, like a lot of animals take inebriants, like... You know, like, wild cats will, will will take stuff and make them fucked up, and they've seen it with other animals, too. But they sort of temper it. I mean, if you get too fucked up in the wild, some other animal's going to kill you. Or, you know, you might fall down and hurt yourself. And, you know, lions don't have hospitals.
2: Nice. Uh,
3: you know. So, and, you know, if Armageddon really happens, we might need our wits about us. And being totally fucked up might be a kind of negative. And, well, you know, so I got wah,
0: thanks but, for ruining my fantasy, Matthew Quirk. Oh, all the drugs aren't going to save you.
3: Are you not sure? Not that they're going to save you, but once society breaks down, then who's going to make acid anymore? So you might want to, you know, if you use it all now, then you don't have any. Good point. And, yeah, you might have to you know, titrates that stuff. Wow. They yeah. So you got a lot to think about.
0: Yeah, thanks. Food and, for thought from Matthew Quirk. Come, coming in all the way from, are you still in the van or are you actually in a place?
3: My van is a place. You guys are, you houses? sure are uh, prejudiced or something. I don't know. I got to think of a word for that. Uh, yeah, I was in my van for the first little bit of it. But then once they closed 24-Hour Fitness, I was kind of bummed about no showers. Right. And my girlfriend sort of insisted that I stay with her. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, but there's also, you know, uh, you get used to, like, visiting and and then uh, going off on your own for a while and visiting her. So it's sort of like, you know, I kind of want to wander off for no reason. And she's like, where are you going? Like, oh, right, I have to explain why I'm putting my shoes on and walking out of the house oh. <laughs> I mean not like she's not like where are you going like tapping her foot but it's right. just sort of like commonly like oh you, you going somewhere, right?" Like, yeah, you know, I'm just leaving you know That's... where are you going I'm just leaving get him on a leash you know uh, I'm not used to explaining my every emotion
2: yeah you know of course
3: and not. um you know so it, it's not all bad it's not all good and uh, at least I have access to shower that's, hell yeah that's really the big thing but i have a, I have a solar shower in the van I, I could just manage on my own well enough if i had to
0: self-sufficiency in the future uh okay. do you have any nostradamus per- predictions for what's going to happen in the next two weeks
3: well in two weeks it really depends on I mean, I still can't believe there are Trump supporters, the way he's, like, just totally fucking up. But there's really this sort of thing, like, the last thing he says, that's all they remember him saying. Mm. So it doesn't matter that he called it a hoax for a while or that he found out about it in January and did nothing. Um, The fact that he's doing something now is, like, great, Trump's handling it. Like, wait, he's been... It's got. It's already got out of control because he fucked it up the first two months. They're like, "What? What? What do you mean? You believe everything you read?" You know, as one of my friends was saying, "You believe everything you read on the internet." I was like, "I sent him the video clips." You know, I'm like, "I didn't read this."
2: He sent it. Here's <laughs> yeah.
3: the clip. Well, do you know? And then and then they're like, "Oh, what took you so long to send that?" They're like, they just don't want to address it? They're just so blinded by, you know. D- if the, all.
0: if the if the government decides to do a whole which they might have to because the united states is the biggest growing right now we have the most cases yeah. um if they have to shut the motherfucking country down for 30 days it's going to be the people that are rich are going to make a lot of money because they're going to buy cuz everything's going to crash and it's going to give them just enough time to buy what they need to buy yeah and then to well, wait and then when everything they're going to dump it at just the right time. And then all the rich yeah. people are going to get super richer.
3: And They're going to manipulate the market. Yes,
0: yeah. that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to manipulate yeah. the market. They're going to make a ton of money. And we're all going to be like, we can't afford rent. What's
3: going on? So- well, here's something to think about. You're like, yeah. I can't afford rent. They're going to kick me out. But if all of America says we're not paying rent anymore... What, what
0: what are they really going to do? That's a good question. Hey, Matthew Quirk, I am on the Zoom thing now. I'm going to work this out and get the audio going. Okay. Okay, love, love, love. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Yay. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Let's see what we have here. I have Jason King. There he is. Hey. So I've got the audio streaming live on Mutiny Radio. So, yay, that's exciting. <laughs>
4: awesome yeah.
5: okay yeah for, for you for you new york people uh pam is uh streaming this to a, a podcast and you can download your audio if you if you want the feedback later that'll be that'll be cool.
0: thanks yeah mutinyradio.fm uh there'll be a podcast up i'll probably tag it to the end of the thing on bacon uh and we're just getting the audio from everybody so, if everyone's permission, if that's okay, <laughs> it's going to be uh, streaming live. We have an app, too. People can download and blah, blah, blah. Yay. Well, since uh, we're waiting on this, I'll play a song for the radio listening audience.
6: Thank you, Jason, for putting all this together, by the way.
5: Yeah, no problem. I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're missing a lot of mics, so... Uh, someone's gotta do it, right? Yeah. We can
6: call you a hero, but <laughs> <I>
5: probably
6: won't. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for putting it together.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. We can we can wait like five more minutes to see if anyone else shows up. How's it going, Anne? I haven't seen you in a while. It's Are you in New, in New York? Yes,
7: Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Full of life right now.
8: It's oh, so still.
7: <laughs> shh,
2: shh, you're all
8: alone, shh, shh. and so peaceful
2: until.
1: you crush your heart and hope
8: to die till it's over. And then Shh, sh-
2: it's nice and quiet. No? Shh. Sh-
1: but soon again Shh sh- Start another big riot.
7: Netflix party. There should be hub party.
5: Actually, maybe that's that's how you end someone's. If someone goes over, I'm just gonna put porn on this <laughs>
7: That's your that's your light.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put specifically that there's Chuck apparently there's Chuck Berry porn that he did in like the 70s or something where a girl eating his asshole ahead of his heart. I don't, I, so I haven't watched it. I've just heard rumors of it. I, I plan on watching it I mean,
6: I'd look it up for you if I wasn't on my work computer.
2: <laughs> if anyone
6: wants to look it up and put it on the screen share, I think this could be a learning experience for all of us.
5: <laughs> How was Jason's mic today? Well, basically, we watched Chuck Berry porn. That was interesting. No one he told was any jokes. he farted on women. It. Not huh? peed on them.
9: He farted on them.
6: Oh no. Like a gentleman.
9: Uh oh. No.
2: That's... <laughs> <again. laughs> oh my another big riot. You blow a fuse. Save them. Damn cartoons. Save So what's the use? Well, that's an
6: entire poop. Like a log?
10: Well, what if you keep your mouth closed?
6: Even if it's a droplet, I consider that poop, so not that much.
9: A droplet.
6: <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> anywhere else are you gonna go? Like, you're stuck here with us, we're talking about shit. <laughs> Except for Steven, he's out of this planet.
2: <laughs> he's just, just the right?
6: He doesn't give a fuck about what we're doing right now, he's just like, I found this feature, uh-huh, you know, and I'm gonna be anywhere you. in the world.
11: Yeah, I'm trying to figure this shit out, though. Can you
6: put Chuck Berry in the background?
11: <laughs> oh shit, I'm wow. in the dojo now.
5: That's oh, that's of, that's, that's
0: awesome. World. Oh yeah, dojo master. master.
5: All right, all right. It's been five minutes. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you for coming. Welcome to the Zoom room. I don't like that name. That's what we're calling it. Um, zoom, room. So, zoom, zoom room. Rules of the Zoom room. Okay. Uh, Get close to the mic when you're speaking. Stay away from the mic when you're not. Uh, You know, we don't have a mic, so everyone will be at the same volume. But obviously, we're using Zoom, not Instagram Live, because, like, everyone can get audio feedback, right? So if you're not on, just stay away from the mic. Try to lower your mic if that's possible. You don't have to mute it because then people don't get any feedback. Um, But if you're, like, eating food or something, uh, if you're outside in traffic, maybe, like, there's an opportunity. To, to meet your mic there. Um, second, be respectful, be attentive, don't multitask, no hackling. Um, you know, it's rude to heckle. Second, the Zoom camera will pick up whatever you're saying. Um, third, this isn't really a rule, but try to stay as long as you can, right? Mics are limited in every city, um, and we all appreciate feedback, so get help and be helpful. Um, fourth, you have, actually, let's see. We can do five minutes if you guys want. Um, we can do five minutes. Um, I'll bang some spoons together um, to show that you have a minute left. Uh, if you don't hear it, um, you know I'll be looking at somewhere between the let's say five and or five and a half uh, minute point um, to just cut you off. Um, Stephen, can you? I know you have a show to go to. Um, is five minutes for everyone still? Let you get to your show. Oh,
4: that's
11: great. I think I'm like I'm second <laughs> to last for it.
5: All right, cool. All right, yeah. and then lastly, if you have any comments or any ways that I can improve, let me know. Uh, on deck, we have Leroy I Ab- Yes. How do I, sp- how do I pronounce uh, Abueg. it? Leroy Abueg. Um, I only have one joke to tell before Leroy goes up. Um, but, yeah, that's how this is going to go. All right, so... Um, so apparently, uh, because of coronavirus-related hate crimes, um, uh, a, a lot of Asian people are dealing with uh, uh, abuse. And so they're, in response, they're buying guns, which is sad. Because that means the kung fu isn't working. <laughs>
7: <laughs> kung fu.
5: Kung fu. Right? Like, like I, I feel like maybe like crouching tiger loses to angry white man, you know, maybe the end of, of like a Bruce movie should end with just like a white dude. And like his dojo opens up. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, I see you've mastered the nine styles of Shaolin, but can you defeat racism? (laughs) (laughs)
12: All right,
5: cool. All right. Uh, I have never seen him perform, uh, but I'm sure he's funny. Uh, uh next up is uh leroy uh oh. i'm gonna thanks. move away from my oh, mic oh wow there's still an applause
2: it's a hot crowd.
6: oh shit <laughs> okay cool It's calm down i'm trying to calm the room down this is this is great i've never done this room before uh my room um so thanks <laughs> for doing this uh jason i like that you opened up with that strong that that joke Um, As if we're in a legit business conference meeting you're just very deadpan about it You're like, "All right, I just want to give you guys an update. Um, The Asians are not handling this. Well Um, They are arming up we need to find them and fucking just do the internment caps again It sounded very much like we're serious Uh, But you are right like Asians are not handling this well like my, my dad I'm Asian My dad is still going outside and just being normal and not understanding that you probably shouldn't cough in public. He's not sick. He's just acting like everything's normal. And I'm just like, yeah, people shouldn't be racist towards Asians, but we should, like, you know, lay the fuck low for a second. It's not like uh, after 9-11, my Middle Eastern friends were like, yeah, what? The, why are you looking at me, most I uh, don't know. I'm not trying to risk <laughs> right now.
2: It's not going
6: anywhere. Um I don't know if you want to add an extra rule to this whole open mic, but I think we should take a shot every time someone has a coronavirus joke, uh, see if we can make it all the way oh, down, yeah. to... oh, wow. <laughs> down with that, we should definitely do that. Uh, I'll smoke but no, weed. I, I think this is I think this is very innovative that we're doing a Zoom conference thing because I feel like, it, especially with... Um, lighting up right now that's fucking amazing because they made zoom uh for busy purposes and you can imagine like three weeks ago people were making international multi-million dollar deals and now we're just like hey you guys want to meet up and tell dick jokes like we're utilizing and together as a society and i don't know when when your grandchildren are asking you like where were you when the coronavirus and you're just like i was just talking to other lonely people about jokes that no one else wanted to hear about um but it's, it's, are you guys stressed at all with um why am i doing crowd work right now this is weird <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope i hope you guys aren't stressed with the coronavirus and stuff because like I've, i honestly have been having like stressful nightmares like just just with everything being shut down fi- finance has been hitting my my brain a little bit i dreamt the other night that um that I spent nine thousand dollars just on brake pads. I don't know if that's the market price. But I woke <laughs> <almost laughs> up like nightmare dreaming about that, and I told my girlfriend about it, and she was just like, "Yeah, I had a nightmare too. I was having a spa day with these girls, and uh, for whatever reason, I had to murder a midget and stab him with a uh, screwdriver." I was like, "Damn, we have very different dreams." Um, her, her, her words, not mine. She's usually very PC, but she did call it a midget, and I was just like, "Damn, you are very violent." I don't know if I can sleep next to you during this quarantine anymore. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, I don't know if you guys are working from home at all. Um, it's it's tough to to work from home. Like, um, I teach autism. Nope. nope I don't, <laughs> I don't teach uh,
2: that's
6: uh, okay I don't teach autism I'm not adding to the pro- I teach two kids on the autism spectrum um, and it is true what they say you go into this job thinking that you're here to teach the kids but at the end of the day it's really the kids that are teaching me that I'm probably on the spectrum um <laughs> Um, it's a, it, I know it's a solid joke. I can't look you guys in the eye right now, though. But
2: um, <laughs> like,
6: <laughs> personally, I'm glad that I get to try to joke out on Zoom rather than being at a bar. Because, like, I, just so I don't forget, I wrote it on my hand. And I realized if I was at a bar doing this at open mic, I wouldn't be able to drink with you guys because I would get too rowdy and just wander off in the street drunk, get hit by a car, and someone was just going to yeah. blind my body there, look at yes. my hand, and be like, who the fuck was watching them? Who did not? do their job no um but yeah i don't know like i actually don't work uh with kids on the spectrum anymore um i'm in recruiting now uh which allows me to you work from, from right home it's which is uh pretty cool started um this. um uh yeah working from home is, is is weird but recruiting specifically is weird because well, uh, I'll, ha- I'll have is that a minute late or i <laughs> assume 15 but, more minutes cool microphone um, minute. <laughs> okay cool one minute late. Like, um yeah like recruiting is weird because I, i'll still have like uh companies ask their candidates like like why do you want to work here which i think is a dumb question because the answer for all of us is fucking the apocalypse <laughs> nobody wants to be a call center representative right now um sure. But, uh, but no, my favorite thing from working not. from home is these, uh, like, well, web conference things because you get to, like... Because I'm not paying attention to these meetings. I'm just scrolling through every single box mm-hmm. trying to see where everyone oh, lives see and seeing really, the really background really and learning a little bit about them. Like, yeah. maybe it leave a, bl- a blunt out. Maybe there's a dildo in the background. I want to know if my boss fucking parties. Um, and I did see something so subtle in the background. I saw, like, a little picture frame, one with his family, one with him, like... Uh, mountain climbing and all that stuff. So I was like, "That's a pretty cool life." In and, and the very front, I, I shit you not, in a frame there's a picture of him and O.J. Simpson just laughing it up. And I know <laughs> I know this shit was recent because he was wearing a LeBron James jersey in a in a jersey. So this happened fucking within the last two years. Like I get it. If you see O.J., you're gonna take a picture. But that motherfucker framed it in front of his fucking children anyway uh before i let you guys go i know there's a lot of challenges going out uh, right now like uh see a shot send a shot see 10 push-ups uh do 10 push-ups but i'm gonna start a new one and i want you guys to join with me see an onion send an onion so if you guys got an onion right next to you take a bite
0: oh jeez lord
2: Oh, oh. no, no, no. <laughs>
5: Alright, that was great. That was great. Good for Leroy. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't eating onions. I don't know.
6: I thought you guys were with me on this.
5: <laughs> Alright, uh on deck is Vasak. Um and then uh right now we have uh Ann Shun. So take it away.
7: Yeah, wait. I hate, I love that it's random, but all the Asians are getting I to go for it. Did Did I
13: you I connected, are... connected
5: or not? Huh? Connected. You're connected. Sandra. Okay, you doing, girl? I have computer problems. You're in. Your computer's working just fine.
0: <laughs> are those Dean Koontz yeah. novels behind? All
5: right. Them? Sorry Ann, you're
7: up. Of course, this feels like uh, because like Leroy, myself and Vesak get to go first. It's like uh, compensation for all the hate crimes. Uh I know that South Asians are are like being you know treated not the same way as like people who are East Asians, but still we're all Asians. Um, all right. right. Okay, I have like a bunch of coronavirus jokes. So if we were taking shots, we would be dying. Uh, <laughs> See I ain't know there was a difference. <laughs> sure, I don't see color. Um, okay, anyway, uh, yeah, Corona, guys, so I have big updates. Um, you know how like they say if you wanna break up with someone, you shouldn't wait to should just pull the band-aid. Well, I have a rebuttal to that. I think, If you're in the middle of a pandemic, you should wait. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't going anywhere. He's not going to sleep with another woman. I'm not going to sleep with another man anytime soon. You need a quarantine bay, okay? Uh, (laughs) What happened was I I broke up with someone uh, recently, like a few weeks ago. And literally after we parted ways, New York, where I live, went on shutdown. And so, you know, I... Returned to my my one bedroom apartment, and then like all I could hear was uh, I could I was just staring at my brick wall, listening to my neighbors have sex all day because they're both working from home now. I was like, this is great. I I'm, I do not regret my decision at all. Like I don't need to cuddle with anybody right now. It's great. Um, yeah, but another thing that happened to me right before the coronavirus broke down uh, broke out was uh, I was diagnosed with HPV, which is very common. Um, so this dude gave me HPV, and I gave him coronavirus. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is what I'm going to screen share. So let me do
14: Whoa, this. that's <laughs> Advanced prop. Yeah. Upcoming. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yeah, it's my prop. This
5: is new. You can see this is this is the advantage of virtual ladies and gentlemen.
7: Exactly. Just try new <laughs> shit. Okay. Um can you see my screen? Oh jeez. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hell so yeah. after after we broke up for a week, he sent me this text. I would like to able to be able to talk with you, especially during the apocalypse. I get if that's selfish of me. And then we started talking again. He's, uh, he's out of state. He wanted to see his family, uh, near, not in New York. But uh, we started talking, and it's like, things haven't really changed, you know? And two weeks later, I thought about it more. I don't want to continue talking. I'm going through an, an unimaginably hard time right now, unlike other people. <laughs> Please don't message me again. Okay, that was how my morning started today. Yeah. Woohoo X's during quarantine, uh, quarantine season.
11: Oh, what's the second song?
7: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will show you that. Oh, I fucked up. Okay, so besides comedy, I, I work in data analytics. Uh, and I've always wanted to do jokes about data visualization. Um, so I'm still learning a lot about my job. Uh, there's a graph called the violin plot that I just recently <laughs> learned about. Uh, so, how it works is that the vertical axis uh, shows the distance from the median, which is measured by percentiles, and the horizontal horizontal axis shows the distribution or the shape of the data. So, basically, it shows you how your mm-hmm. data is spread out across the median. And it kind of looks like a violin. Are you guys ready to see it? Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. This is a violin plot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a <laughs> yeah, it really looks like the violin, you know. So the person audience. My coworker, uh, who's like a, you know, a cute Asian boy projected this on the screen in front of me and five other engineers, and he was just like, you know, I've been doing some analysis and you, know, you see that the white center right here—that's the median. I think with our product, we should really target the percentile. <laughs> <70% laughs> and all like, oh, Hold up. I mean, that's not a bad spot, but like I would recommend, like even like ninetieth or eightieth. <laughs> you <know, just> <laughs> that part, just you know, just anywhere here—that would be too low. But then another woman, on my team was like. I think my target is not even on this graph. It's like somewhere in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, and the really <coughs> awesome thing about violin plot is that it comes in different shapes and sizes, <laughs> so you can customize it however you want. It's a very inclusive graph with all different different um, representations. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I hope you guys learned something new today uh-huh. about beta. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Okay, now I'm going to stop oh, hearing. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
2: Um, yeah, okay, yeah.
7: Okay, one last I want to end this on oh, a positive oh, oh. note. So I live in New York, right, and a lot of comics complain about how, like, it's really selfish, people jump in front of trains, like to, you know, take their own lives, they're wasting their time. And I thought to myself, you know, I, it's not that I want to promote suicide or anything, but now it's a really good time for people to jump in front of trains. I mean, they're still running, but no one's getting in it. So <laughs>
2: <Hey>. <laughs>
7: mm-hmm. <laughs> it won't be impacting anybody's life. Oh. Like if I have to be on the train, I feel like That's cool. <laughs> I'm not in a rush. I don't have to go to work. That's it for me. Yay! All right, that's it.
5: Thanks, oh. and uh, I—that's new. I've never seen that before. i, I definitely appreciate that. Um, I definitely agree with you on the not having sex thing. I think one of the one of the interesting things about uh, kind of this whole situation is that like brings you closer to other people around the world. Like, brings you closer to like other people in time. So like you start realizing that when the Black Plague was happening, like. Fucking uh, William Shakespeare was also probably at home jacking off every day, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
6: That's be the right. end of your point. Just right here. <laughs> <laughs> about William was playing with his dick.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, on deck is Sandra Risser, but yep. next up, this guy has been telling me that he's been writing a joke every single day. <laughs> and so this oh, better oh, be oh, oh. fucking funny.
12: <laughs> 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 two very different things. All right, Misog, let's go.
15: Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, thanks for the time. Um, I really need to pee right now. but <laughs> uh, My roommate's using the bathroom, so I can't really use it right now. Um, okay, cool. I'm just going to run through some premises. Um, I, th- I think like this year I want to be less defensive about... Comedy critique. Like uh, when people like criticize my comedy, I usually get pretty defensive and like negative. Um, so I'm trying to be less defensive when people criticize my jokes. And uh, yeah, anyone who has a problem with that can fuck off. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys hear that uh, Queen Elizabeth contracted the virus yesterday? She tested oh, positive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's a bad time to be a celebrity who contra- who tests positive for COVID-19. Because like. I'm sure, I'm like, I am I mean, she's like 93, so it's pretty positive that she's going to probably die. I think it's a bad time for her to die, because no one's going to, people are not going to pay as much attention now, because like a lot of people are dying. Um. So I feel like celebrities need to hold off on dying until this thing ends, so they get the send-off they deserve, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, things were going really well for me in terms of dating right before this pandemic started. Um like things were looking off for me. I had like three matches on Bumble. It was going well. And then the shelter in place took effect and like the matches expired. Um <laughs> I, I assume they like just sort of because they were scared of meeting up with me. Because of the virus, you know. Um so that sucks. Um you guys have roommates? Yeah I, know, I shouldn't say
2: that. Uh, yes,
15: uh but like um I have roommates, and it's it's weird because like um, the four of us share w- one bathroom. Uh, it's more like the six of us because like the two of them are dating people, um, and so I've been looking to get into dating. But I think I'm gonna stay single for the sake of my roommates because um, of the bathroom. Uh, maybe I didn't say. Set- <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this. Uh, I think this pandemic has taught me that um, it's taught me that if you spend enough time with someone you you start to hate them um, I think, I think I, I, think I, I think I hate myself now uh, I have tried to like meditate and now I know why like you're supposed to close your eyes when you meditate it's so you don't have to like look at yourself as you reconcile with the thoughts that keep bubbling inside your head. Yeah um, Don't masturbate after cooking Indian food. That's not a good idea, because um, of the because of the spices, you know. Like, uh, that's not a recipe that anyone wants to see you make. Uh, you don't want to be you don't want to be coming in cumin powder. So, that's not a good idea. Unless you want to spice it up for the girl. I mean, that's. <laughs> um, I I asked my I asked my uh, manager for for some time off next week, um, and he asked me what I was gonna do. Like, what are you going to do? Um, and I didn't really have an answer for him, so I'm going back to work. Um, yeah. <laughs> OK, uh, do you guys, random thought, do you guys think that, uh, oh, yeah, I don't support the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, I don't support them, because I think uh, they're getting rid of the one thing that the kid had to live for. Um, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Minus at least. Yeah. OK, cool. Uh, and fuck the people who create uh, a second Instagram account without deleting the first one. Like, which one am I supposed to unfollow? Because um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to maintain my ratio. Yeah, fuck that. This is so, it's so much easier to not maintain eye contact here. Because, like, <laughs> uh, it's okay. Um, last thing. Do you guys think Charles Darwin is up in heaven looking down at the pandas on Earth and going, like um okay pandas can't be bigots because they can't be racist because like you white mother oh, fuck you black mother- oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. oh fuck okay um cool uh that's my time thanks so much guys
16: that was great
15: that was
5: awesome great uh, yes all right on deck is charles gruber um but up next this comedian was the headliner for the first show that I've ever done. Really? Uh, and so she has a special place in my heart. Um, she's done the punchline several times. Oh, she's an yeah. be- absolute beast. Uh, I give it up for Sandra Risser. It
13: may be a beast, but that's when it comes to getting my computer to work today. <laughs> <laughs> and besides that, we're going to try a few things I haven't done. It, they're either new or, uh, you know, uh, dead in a long time. You know, this coronavirus has gotten me thinking about my own mortality and that I thought it might be time for me to get my affairs in order. You know how embarrassing it was when two men showed up at my door at the same time? <laughs> 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 What do cows and millennials have in common? They both eat grass. (laughs) Okay. Well, see, you're a good test for some of these. Uh, When I die, I wonder if people are going to look into my casket and say, Hmm, she looks so good. Well, she's peaceful finally she stopped talking <laughs> <Nah>. all right <laughs> going to the dentist is like having sex with my ex-husband i never feel a thing <laughs> <laughs> yay what's in there uh, my home's town was so exciting they gave it the airport code sux And it really wasn't from Sioux City, Iowa. And the airport code is SUX. In fact, Iowa is the meth capital of the United States because it's so exciting. We got the stock report every day. 32 hawks, 16 cows, and 64 chickens crossed the road. All right, we're going to leave those then for you. (laughs) Uh, And hopefully I still have time, if not, to do the whole thing, part of it. How would you get rid of a dead body? If you don't know how, you better learn, because knowing how to get rid of a dead body is like having insurance. You hope you're never going to have to use it, but if you do, (laughs) you'd be happy to have it. a little thing for you all. You got a dead body, what you going to do so police don't come after you? A multitude of ways to get caught disposing of bodies ought to be taught. Bury them in the woods, far from home, out where the deer and the antelope roam. Oh, one day they might be discovered and your DNA could be recovered. Turn them to ashes doesn't sound hard, but you can't build a fire in your backyard. Grind them in a wood chipper, they won't be found. Oops, titanium parts can't be ground. The clog that machine, make it fail. The police will be called, you'll end up in jail. Throw them in a lake, that should do. (laughs) Nope, they'll rise to the surface and police will get you. No, so, a multitude of ways to get caught disposing of bodies ought to be taught. <laughs> well, now for only $29.95 plus shipping and handling, we will send you this fully illustrated step-by-step book on how to dispose of a body. That's right. Just call 1-800-NO-MORE-BOD. That's 1-800-M-O-M-O-B-O-D. And wait, though, if you call within the next 15 minutes, we will send you a second fully illustrated step-by-step book on how to sanitize any death scene. So that's right. Call now, 1-800-NO-MORE-BOT, and receive a fully illustrated step-by-step book on how to dispose of a body and second one on how to sanitize any death scene. This message has been brought to you by Backham Tagum and Burke Ber- Ber- Human Homes and the Concord Police Department. <laughs> and I'm guessing that must be about my four minutes.
5: You got one more minute if you want.
13: I got one more minute. Oh, dear. My goodness. <laughs> <four minutes. laughs> No, I first got into computers. Back when you could literally get into computers. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking a long time ago. Uh, (laughs) No, that whole thing is too long. Uh, My ex-husband takes Viagra so he can have sex anytime he wants. He broke his wrist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, I'm trying to read my own head right. Oh, if a redneck husband and wife get divorced, are they still brother and sister? <laughs> <Very honest question. laughs> that was a good question. They only married cousins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <that's great. laughs> what that will you. That was
5: fantastic, Sandra. I'm great. I'm that great. was great. That was like three minutes on, on on how to dispose of a body. You know, Sandra, right. I have a special place for you in my heart. I hope you have a special place for me in your heart. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not trying to be exposed. <laughs> oh,
13: yeah, but uh, right. I know how. <laughs>
5: uh on deck is darren busing is that how i pronounce it busing busing Busing. darren busing and uh right now is a man i met in in new york a couple weeks ago very funny aggressive dude aggressive how (laughs) How aggressive you are in your own couch
14: um next up is charles gruber Oh man, I'm holding it down here, holding it down here on the couch. This is weird though. I haven't, i literally haven't spoken a word to anybody in like two weeks. So let's see what goes on. This feels kind of bizarre, but, uh, but yeah, when we had those slideshows going on, I was like, fuck, I dropped out of college three times. Am, am I really gonna, I'm about ready to like fail at a comedy at this point. <laughs> 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 Shit. Let's see if I even remember this at this point, a little bit about me. I was a fat slob of a child, uh, highest weight, 368 pounds. Wow. Oh, yeah. I was also a Jew. Still am. On top of that, I was wrongly diagnosed with ADHD and very correctly diagnosed with suicidal depression. So essentially, I was put on a nice cocktail of pharmaceutical drugs specifically designed to control my mind. So if I wasn't going to pull the trigger myself, the Paxil was going to do it for me. Just suicide, run a webcam Cool to laugh, don't worry about it (laughs) But uh, you know I just got off a nice little hot stretch of bipolar uh, Bipolar mania Fun thing about this is now my Obsessive compulsive disorder Can come in and offer me some tips Just this morning a whisper in my ear Hey yo Charles If you're going to kill yourself today Maybe you should bring A backup rope But you know (laughs) Shit, shit's not all that bad. You know, I'm, uh, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. I'm just like you guys. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just out here trying to meet a nice lady. You know, I'm out here trying to meet a nice woman to take home to my family. I mean, shit, I'm just out here trying to get my dick sucked just like everybody else. <laughs> but let's give this one a whirl. Um, yeah, I, re- I love meeting women while they're at work. I actually met a really nice one last week uh, right before the quarantine. Uh, her name was Rosie. And she was giving me a phenomenal lap dance. <laughs> <laughs> so after talking for a little while, she asked me to donate to the uh, to the stripper quarantine fund. And I mean, you guys know me. I'm also a bit of a fucking, uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a philanthropist. So, you know, out of the kindness of my heart, I went and donated her the finest webcam money can buy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
14: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. You know, back over this summer, I was, uh, I was fucking this girl around the corner for me, right? <laughs> and uh, I didn't see her for like three months, so I figure I, I figure I lost one from the roster, you know? I mean, sometimes you lose one, you get one back. You know, that's how it goes. But all of a sudden, three months go by. I got a call on the phone. She goes, yo, Charles, I want to come over. I want to fuck. <laughs> Turns out she just got out of rehab. And uh, like most of my friends who newly get sober, she's like, "Hey, I think you should come to a meeting with me." And like, I think she she goes, "I think it would be really beneficial to you." So I'm like, "Meeting? The fuck I want to go to a meeting for? Only thing I'm addicted to is having a good time." (laughs) But I mean, I'm drinking so fucking much right now. These loads I'm shooting are straight vodka. (laughs) and I haven't seen this girl in a while though again because she sucked my dick so much I think she lost her 90 day chip (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it on that thank you (laughs) that was great
5: that was great I love (laughs) him because he's like like one of the most New York people I know for sure Uh, it's just like it's so authentic. I love it. Um, if you're so, if you're joining recently, check out the rules on the side. I definitely noticed some. Uh, you know, if, you, if you're not talking, just try to keep your mic away from you. Keep it close if you are talking. You don't have to mute yourself because everybody here wants some feedback. But just you know, read the rules on the side if you're if you're just joining. Okay, let's see. Charles just went on, which means that me i get not Okay. On deck is Brett Gordon. Um, but on right now is Darren Busing. Yes. Right, so give it us for him.
16: Hello. professional comics say it takes ten years to become good at stand-up. Spoiler alert, I don't have that kind of time. Tonight I got five minutes. Let's go do this. <laughs> My wife and I, we've been married for redacted years, so we're trying different things in the bedroom to spice things up. We've learned a lot. For starters, we're both quite allergic to cayenne pepper. I know a lot of you (laughs) have your tongue on a Hot Pocket, but not like I have. So instead, we bought some toys from Good Vibrations, capped it off with this dice game called Sexy Six. Just to mess with the clerk, I asked, hey, how much do these D&D dice cost? Oh, man, she was pissed at me. Sir, those are not Dungeons and Dragons dice. We only sell the finest things here at Good Vibrations. Strong words from the woman trying to upsell me the Fifty Shades do-or-yourself kit. Sexy Six is actually a simple game. You just throw six dice and do whatever combination of body parts and verbs it shows up. First it a couple months ago. Word of advice, don't start with the Cirque du Soleil edition. Not unless you have a very discreet chiropractor. Good vibrations even through in a complimentary fingertip vibrator. Well. Turns out you get what you pay for. This thing had two speeds, off and buzzsaw. I don't care what it's intended for, it shouldn't be found like a weed whacker. I realized I was now playing pin the tail on the donkey for very high stakes. I wasn't good at that game when I was six, and I'm not much better at it now. So we settled on the AARP version of the dice game. Turns out if you replace fisting with missionary on a couple of dice, you suddenly have much better odds on the cum line. <laughs> the kids now know not to be alarmed whenever mom yells, Yahtzee! They just put in the earplugs, go back to sleep. Got to make sure they're the earplugs. Very important. You thought, wow. jamming, you thought jamming a Q-tip in there was a bad idea. By the way, if anyone out there needs to kick a gambling habit, just picture this rolling um, rolling dice while wearing an edible Speedo. You're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of rim jobs, my cousin's life was in a downward spiral. (laughs) He lost his job, had a couple of drunk driving arrests. Fortunately, we got him some help and he's got a new, better job now. He drives a street sweeper up in San Francisco. Oh, he's so happy. Can you imagine a better job for a drunk? Swerving is part of the job description. He just Mm. has to dodge the parked cars and he's cool. He can even throw his Cuervo bottles out front and sweep up the evidence. He is good at his job. Lombard Street is spotless. So remember, kids, don't change your lifestyle to fit your job. Change your job to fit your lifestyle. So it's uh, springtime <laughs> now. It's my favorite time of year, even this year. Uh, on the other hand, Christmas kind of creeps me out a little bit. I've got this uh, neighbor who gets way too into it, decks out the whole house, has an inflatable Santa, and eight inflatable reindeer out on his lawn. Now that sounds festive, but he leaves it unplugged all day, so everything collapses, and it looks like the North Pole has had a mass shooting. I guess someone finally found Rudolph's breaking point. How do you like these reindeer games, motherfuckers? You thought everything <laughs> was cool after that foggy Christmas. Rudolph never forgets. But at night, everything changes. Someone flips a switch, everything reinflates, instant Christmas. Damn! I wish when I was feeling down, someone would come around and blow hot air up my ass. I guess that's why people go to Bernie rallies. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Last one. The heroes of my college soundtrack are starting to die off in numbers. Edrico Rick Ocasek from a heart condition, Eddie Money from cancer. It really gets you to thinking. How dare these bastards die of natural causes and make me feel old? At least Tom Petty and Prince had the common decency to die of drug overdoses because that's rock and roll, (laughs) goddammit. They died as they lived. They're not going to disappoint their fans. Can you imagine what it would be like if other celebrities did that? Kanye wants to die as he lived. He's got to find some poor bastard on a ledge, tell him, I'm going to let you finish, and then jump off the building first. (laughs) Live by the upstage, die by the upstage. (laughs) Snoop Dogg. (laughs) <laughs> you don't even need a coffin. We just have to roll him up in a blanket, and blaze up one last time. Finally, we have Justin Bieber. Now, I don't know exactly how you kill yourself with a douchebag, but Bieber simply ran out of options. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right,
16: that's my time. Thank you.
5: All right. awesome. All right, so on deck is Steven Asifo. Um, but next up, this comic I met in New York, uh, she's very funny. Give it up for Breck Gordon.
2: Woo! Hey. Hi!
9: My name is Teacher Breck. What is your name? I'm coming to you from my virtual classroom. Um, I am an ESL teacher, English as a second language, both of my schools are closed right now. I normally teach adults in real life. So I'm training to teach Chinese children. Actually, I'm going to put my headset on. So this is my new life. Um, anyway, so I'm actually loving quarantine. But the thing that's making me insane is that um, I have to do all these mock classes where i have to pretend to teach a chinese child but the person on the other end is like a fat guy named steve in houston (laughs)
2: um
9: and it's like a little too much for me so so i'll be so like it'll be this guy who's pretending to be a chinese five-year-old and i'll be like good job danny you get a star and then he'll like do the accent and be like thank you tj yes i like and i'm like i can't (laughs) handle this it like sends me into this like existential (laughs) tailspin and then um like i just can't and so then people are like well why don't you just cam and i'm like why so i can baby talk a fat guy in houston named steve except that steve's kink and i have to pretend to be a teenager like it's there's uh not a lot of good options for me right now um anyway have y'all watched tiger king yet yes yes yeah it's the best I watched it and obviously I'm obsessed with Joe Exotic I'm like oh uh, (laughs) mentally ill gay kinky redneck with a mullet who is obsessed with animals and is a performer and struggles with addiction I'm like hi (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um,
9: so I really do need a haircut Um, the business in the front part of my mullet is becoming, like, a second party, (laughs) um, which might be too much even for the Chinese children. Um, I really was not ready to spend this much time in my apartment sober. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I used to lie around here all the time when I was high, but now that I'm sober, um, this was a lot So, I've already gone through all of my belongings and gotten rid of, like, 60% of my stuff. And in doing so, I kept finding drugs (laughs) hidden (laughs) in my apartment. Um, Like... (laughs) I found like a bunch of weed and like I found one of those old wooden um, vaporizers with like the tubes and everything, which I don't (laughs) even remember ever
2: owning one of those
9: Um, and like three pipes, like two grinders. I was such a pothead, obviously. Um, But my favorite thing that I found was a quarter of an Adderall that was folded up in a receipt that was then wrapped in medical tape like 10 times and i was like <laughs> where like when did i do three-fourths of an adderall and then also had <laughs> access to medical tape <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a weird thing um so yeah, let's see. Quarantine. So I turned a section of my room into a home gym. I work out all the time. Right, my, my new addiction and sobriety. Um, I really like it when people are like, "Wow, you look really fit. Do you work out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, all the time." I'm thirty-two. 32 year old white women don't just like have toned arms like if i ever <laughs> met a woman in her 30s who had toned arms and didn't work out i would kill her immediately <laughs> like, there's, that is not allowed um so anyway um this is probably obvious but i'm in AA. Um, you can tell I'm in AA because, well, in addition to everything that I say and do, um, <laughs> because I still dress like an addict, but I have clear skin. <laughs> um, so that's one of the signs. Um, AA meetings are a lot like open mics, but we only get three minutes, and no one talks about their dick. <laughs> 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 so that's. Kind of a nice alternative sometimes for me. Um, Uh, And a lot of people who've known me for a long time say that they didn't know that I had a problem. And I'm like, oh, I never mentioned Xanax wine. (laughs) Um, Which was my, that was my drink, which is where you crush up Xanax and put it in Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm um really effective 45 minutes and your day's over <laughs> um, really i mean really could go for some um in our current situation but anyway um actually so one time my friend and i drank a few glasses of xanax wine and then we went on a nature walk and While we were on the walk, we collected every snail that we saw. And then we put all the snails together on one rock so that they could have a party. (laughs) 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 So at the end of it, there were like 25 snails on this rock. And we stepped back and my friend turned to me and was like, you know, they're going to have a really good time because of us. <laughs> like it would be so innocent you know he didn't know that we had basically roofed ourselves um hey, anyway. hey can, you hear, can
5: yeah. you hear me yeah oh we're done yes okay cool oh, thanks sorry. everybody <laughs> thanks. Yes. that was awesome that was great let's see all right so on deck is gary hughes next up is steven Asifo.
11: Hey, yeah, you definitely gonna have to uh, hit me with that, that spoon shit yesterday. I ran the light on IG live for like, 15 minutes. <laughs> I just couldn't hear that's That was my first time interacting with people. I don't know what was going on. Like I haven't been outside since Sunday, like <laughs> man, real bad. I don't know. Um, I, I know some people were talking about like Asian uh, people been getting beat up. Um, I also heard about that as well. That's actually. So something my uh, Asian roommate was telling me about is there's reports, so it's like, hey, you start bringing that China virus here. And I was like, that's not right. You know, we've never been upset with Asian people for bringing like Chinese things here, Like, especially like Chinese food. Never. If anything, we're jealous because that shit is delicious. Uh, I was actually just having some oh, yeah. right now, even a couple of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Um, I mean, the, the, I know there's, you know, a lot of doom and gloom out there. But, you know, one of the nice things about the thing going on right now is at least everyone's like, you know, go home, be with your family. You probably FaceTime and do a lot of things like that. Uh, Everybody except Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, That motherfucker bought a whole ass island. Like, I don't know if you guys heard of that, but he was like, oh, I got to be at home. I'm just going to buy an island and stay by my goddamn self. And that's when I thought where are these islands that people can just buy like i didn't know there's still parts of like i thought christopher columbus did a good ass job <laughs> like is there just like a craigslist for islands to just go and say seeking you know multimillionaire with lots of land and a place to hide bodies people are doing a lot of shit on islands i feel like we should just you know look into that a little bit more i don't know <laughs> Good thing about working from home for me is uh, I, I found like more confidence boosts, you know, now that everything is virtual, everything's on meetings. Uh, I sometimes I don't like to have my camera on, you know, I, I can just, you know, if I showed up, like, I'm, you know, I'm draws right now, you know, like, I'm just, you know, just cooling, like, this is how I am at work, you know, <laughs> how I do. Um, and, you know, I, I find, you know, weird ways to, like, you know, get confidence, and no one can know because I can mute myself. It's like things I couldn't do in, you know, a normal meeting. Uh, the other day, uh, my, my manager, he was, he was critiquing a deck or presentation that me and my team had been putting together. And I was telling my team for the longest time, like, hey, look, I think the presentation should be this way. And as soon as my manager said exactly what I was thinking, I was like, boo y'all yeah, can fuck that shit, dog. And no one could hear me because I muted myself. It was amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could play music. Like, it's, I just get, like, the weirdest confidence boost. No one else can get that but me. Uh, I, but not everyone, not everyone is finding like the same sauce. Like my, my younger brother, he's a junior in high school and I was like, yo, how are you holding up, man? Like, you know, the school's out and he's like, nah, man, this just sucks. They cancel spring. And I was like, what you mean? They cancel spring. He's like, I can't play lacrosse. <laughs> and I was like, okay, first of all, you were black. That's not even, that shouldn't even be. <laughs> 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 uh, and then you, and then you, and then you also said cancel prom. And I was like, uh, that makes sense that they're going to cancel a problem. He's like, no, no, no. I think they might bring it back. I think they might bring it back. And I was like, look, if they're telling people keep six feet of distance because they don't want you guys to catch the road, I doubt they're going to let you guys stand in, in like your school gym for two hours and hump each other. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that's the right move. Uh, for, you know, I think the PTA would have to have something to say about that. <laughs> At least I would. I don't know. Um, now, I think the weirdest thing about this pandemic is that people are, like they can't get enough of it. Uh, I don't know, like it's turned into media. Like one thing that my girlfriends are doing is watching Contagion. I don't know if you guys watch that shit. But I don't know at, at any point during a pandemic, you'd be like, Man, this pandemic's pretty crazy. I should get away from this. And be like, yo, you wanna see how this shit ends? Yeah yeah, 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 I wanna do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I found out recently that my, my cousin is a heroin addict. And then that really that really disturbed me a lot because I felt my cousin and I were pretty close, and so to find out that he's been a heroin addict for quite some time, I was like, "Damn!" Like, I, like, I felt like I let him down. And when you find out some news like that, you start retracing some things that happened. And for me, I realized that I, I, I wasn't seeing some of the signs. One of the signs is when I gave him forty dollars, um, and it wasn't about the forty dollars itself. Is it's the reason that he said he needed the forty dollars? He told me he needed forty dollars for rent, okay. and I don't. I don't know. if He lives in a. I don't. He doesn't live in a cardboard box. Um, but no. At no point in, in anybody's life have they ever needed just forty dollars to just meet, make ends meet. Like, no one ever needed, you know, two large Domino's pizzas. Is that the time or is that one minute?
5: That's one minute.
11: Oh, okay, perfect. You got to do it again. Uh, <laughs> time, I'm in. And I was like, yeah, this is interaction. Um, uh, well, that's that's that. another thing that he did like, uh, for anybody else that thinks they might have. Uh, so they're like they'll lie about petty shit you know i did just touch my face um, lie about- <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> they lie about petty shit. So that's one thing there um, i don't know am i not supposed to touch my face is this like an inside joke i don't know um oh all right so my there's i'll i'll leave on this then my i got kind of jealous of my best friend because he got like this super dope girlfriend that like took him on trips and he was telling me about it. I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, real happy for him. He's like, yeah, dog, she even comes to my job. I'm going to suck my dick, you know, and then she'll go back to work. And I was like, what? How long is her lunch breaks to go ahead and do that? Like, that is amazing. <laughs> uh, and then I, I started getting jealous because I, you know, I'm in a relationship. So, like, I'm, and you don't ever want to be jealous, but I had to ask my girlfriend. I was like, look, um. Hey, so what? 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 What are we doing here? Like, you know, what? What? I don't get like any like nice texts, like any like sexy texts. When I send you something, you're only send me in the back. He's like, look, I just don't know what to say, right? And I was like, look, just be creative, you know, just be creative. Say anything, like you know, I, I'll be into it. Um, tell me why I get a text, you know, the next day saying, uh, hey, hope you're having a good day at work. When you come home, I'ma gobble your balls while I'm sucking on paint and. Uh, I had to send her. I had to call her and me and say, "What the fuck is going on with you?" Uh, and she said, "I thought she told me to be creative." I said, "Be, be creative, not suicidal." Factor in her past life. Yeah, that's just
5: time. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Give it up for Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see, Warren is not here. Is Cooper Carlton here? Cooper Carlton? No. Jesse. Jesse is here. All right. So on deck is Jesse. And next up is Gary Hughes. Woo-hoo! Yay. For
12: sure. Um, I like this Resident Evil Umbrella Corporation shit we're doing right here. This is pretty. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is pretty fun. I, I miss sports like I've grown up with sports all my life. So I incorporate whistles to sports because whistles are mostly in all sports. So that's the correlation I have. So when I'm coming out of a bar at two in the morning and I hear a whistle in the dark alleyway, I'm like, damn, that sounds like a good basketball game over there. That sounds like a good game over there. Like it's like, Oh, it's even some screaming over there. That sounds like a good ass basketball game. I'm kind of (laughs) jealous about that game going on over there. Um, uh, I, I hate that this coronavirus, you know, I heard everybody had to get like twelve hundred dollars. And I'm I'm still like, Hey, what about our reparations? We still ain't get ours though. <laughs> everybody gotta get the twelve hundred? everybody gotta get the twelve hundred? <laughs> if they just gave even Jason and I the twelve hundred, it'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that'd be that'd be solid, but you gotta get everybody to twelve hundred. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I thought we was gonna win on this one. I am I am pretty excited about all the uh women that are going to come out of this <laughs> at the end of it. Yeah. I'm there when they make that mistake. I'm so there. It's on. It's over. I like, you know how, like, the pre-screening, like, sex questions are usually like, are you clean? Right now it's going to be like, do you have corona? And I'm like, nah, I don't have that, but I do have chlamydia and gonorrhea. And are like, okay, no problem. Just keep going. Let's do that. Those are curable. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bad baby boom off of this coronavirus. Anyway. <laughs> The babies. Uh, I I saw an ad for reversal abortion pill one time and um, it was a lady holding a baby and it said change your mind I did and it was <laughs> saying two things it was saying that first of all I was saying the plan B pill is an abortion pill alright and then it was saying if you take, an abor- take the plan B and you want to have the baby you take this within 48 hours and this will reverse the action and I thought that was so strange because humans are so delicate when you like we're making them like if you have that baby, you're going to be like, how does my baby look? It looks indecisive. Like, your baby looks like fifty-fifty. <laughs> so, so. Did you really want that baby or did you not want that baby? This, I don't know if that's the thing you're supposed to be doing. Um, <laughs> I've been doing some sexting lately because this is all I got to do, this is all I can do. Like right now at this time, yeah, it's good to be an erotic novelist. <laughs> you know, I'm testing my game, seeing if I can make somebody wet with the words. You know what I'm saying? I'm like a him uh, or something, you know what I'm saying, with the words. Um, I was sexting this girl, I'm very straightforward when I do sexting. Like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm licking this, I'm doing that, and we're doing this. And then her element of sexting, hers is like, you hear a knock at the door. You look through the peephole, you say, Oh no, you let me in. And I was like, she that gave me dialogue during section I like, <laughs> she had scenes. I am like, that's not how sex it works. Man, you, like, <laughs> shit. Uh, what are you doing with this? That's not how sexting works. This white girl had me scared. Somebody she had a cop uniform. I was like, I don't play that. I don't play that shit at all. Mm-hmm. No cop uniforms, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm always strange about what white people eat. White people eat a lot of raw food. Uh, You know, steak tartare and shit like that. And I don't like that. I don't like the white people eating that stuff. Black people like stuff well done. Like, black people don't enjoy steaks, because that shit be well done. It'd be burnt, you know? And I saw my my Belgian aunt, she had like mixed up some ground beef with some seasoning. And I came in, I was like, oh, auntie, you about to make some hamburgers? And they just started eating that shit. And I was like, "What, what are you what? Cook that on cook that. I I just could not believe they were eating raw meat just like it was no big deal. Just on a piece of bread. Was, <laughs> I grew up on Section 8, you know, I was a, I was a little you know the little kid that you see in the street with diapers eating like raw hot dogs. I was that kid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still couldn't understand them eating raw meat. But not only them black people do it too, you know. In middle school, I had an African friend, and he took me back home and, uh, you know, just have dinner. And his pops, they don't believe in separating food. You know how some plates have dividers? they don't believe in that shit. He had chicken, rice, and ice cream all on the same plate. <laughs> He's like, "How's the rice?" I'm like, "It's cold." <laughs> like my, my ice cream is dripping to it. What else do you expect, dude? Okay, this is not a good thing for me. If you're in any neighborhood, I want to say this. I appreciate it. In any neighborhood, the worst thing to look out for, and my friend told me this, the worst thing to look out for is a grown-ass man on a kid's bicycle. You don't fuck with that person, okay? <laughs> any any grown-ass man, you see them with knees all like this? Don't fuck with yeah. them. <laughs> he got that tricycle. He went through some shit to get that tricycle. You, don't leave, you leave that man alone. He going through something, okay? That's my, uh, that's my TSA to everybody just to keep y'all safe for this time. Uh, let's see if I got one more joke oh yeah uh, being black when you're around older black women because my last black girlfriend was in, like my freshman year they always want you to date black girls and uh, they're always like your mama black your daddy black why don't you get a black girl and I feel like that logic doesn't set Like you could do that with shopping you know you would be like your mama black your daddy black get a black phone your mama black your daddy black buy a black car uh, yeah, hey, appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, Jason. Man, have a good one, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. Gary, that was
5: awesome. Is Warren on? Is Warren on by chance? Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, on deck is Johnny Stein. Uh, but next up is Jesse Wayburn. So give it up for Jesse. Good morning,
8: everyone. Um, I say good morning now all the time because time doesn't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> and I also have been saying that you know, COVID-19 has really style of being, being sad and lonely. Um, I have had so much more social interaction since quarantining. And when I moved to New York four months ago, uh, which was really great timing for moving to New York. Um, so uh, I, I was thinking about what I would be talking about tonight, and I was like, wonder if my my regular stuff will work. Um, and so I'm going to try. Um, so I, I, uh, a little bit about me. I am uh, 36, divorced, with two full abortions, and uh, I... <laughs> ball that I'm 36 Um, but I can tell you right now this quarantine and pandemic is aging me. I have now I have superhero gray stripes uh, uh, coming in very rapidly so I so don't worry I'm gonna look as old as everybody else when this is over. Um, uh, I look I I look great for um, you know having two abortions because I don't have any kids? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and and I'm discovering that um, you know being divorced it, it did suck. Uh, and I've been like, man, I, I think that I would like to have uh, a partner. But then I'm hearing about all these people with just the worst kind with their partner, and I was like, gosh, my divorce and my abortions, those were prep for pandemic. I can't believe it. I was so for before thinking um, and uh, and sort of futuristic in my in my terrible life choices um, so uh, I guess I guess you know I can still talk about these things um, I guess also I should sort of um, acknowledge that I do look like Miss frizzle if she gave the kids acid um, <laughs> like I'm like you know, a little, a little, kooky. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I. Oh, you know, I'm gonna age into Mrs. Doubtfire. That is uh, what I'm <laughs> do. Um, that will be my persona. Um, and then also, I I've discovered that um, I'm a little bit like if Macaulay Culkin was Freaky Friday with my bubby. Um, um, very, very cute, uh, very crappy, and a little spooky. Um, and. Working for me. Um, all of this, uh, this age-appropriate age um, isolation. Maybe who knows? Maybe I will come out eager, looking for having not seen the sun for many days, um, and uh, we'll see. Uh, but. but I don't put good segue into anyone um, have any questions while we can notebook uh-huh. um, so yeah uh I feel like I've been on one constant phone interview um since since quarantining like I've been looking for jobs and I've been doing this kind of like hi my name is jesse I'm so smart and healthy um please give me a job and then uh, I'll talk to my friends and all of a sudden I'm like crying and it's a very different thing to see yourself crying on Zoom. Um, so, <laughs> um, uh, you know, oh, I think a lot of people are thinking about this. I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it. Uh, they're they're wondering like, when is this going to turn into chat roulette? And um, I feel like it already, it's it's. Confusing. Old chocolate is what it is. Um, let's see. Uh, that's not that funny, but it's fine.
2: Um, <laughs> so,
8: I was um, I guess like one thing I can tell you um is don't come on to your roommate uh, in a in a, a crisis. That's what I'm learning because he he left that night um but not because i had come on to him but because of his own existential crisis um which is great because uh now when he so uh, the sort of the line of that story is because i i came on to him now i'm getting a dog (laughs) i have a lot more to develop with that uh thought process that premise Thank
5: you so much for your time. You're all wonderful and we're doing it Alright. Alright. Um, that was awesome. Let's see. Who is next? Lewis is nice. Okay, so Jordan Lung is on deck and fully prepared with his Pornhub background. And uh, <laughs> next up is Johnny Stein. What's up?
17: What's up? Um, I am, uh, yes, this quarantine has been um, fine, I feel like. it's not uh, like I don't really like touch. The closest I've been to being touched is like being rained on, uh, which is been <laughs> nice. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's weird I'm, I'm like being in lockdown with your family, you get a lot of the same rules like as camp, like a lot of camp rules. Uh, like we've put in, like if it's um, if it's yellow, let it mellow, you know. <laughs> um, like, don't uh, get more food than you need. Uh, no sex with the bunk mates, you know. Mm. Mm. No That's excuses. Um, uh, it's also been nice for me because I uh, don't have to pretend to have ambition. That's been great. What uh, <laughs> a lot of relief! Uh, yeah, like. <laughs> sit on the couch, you know, finishing, like, my third sleeve of salami, like, governor's orders, you know? (laughs)
2: Um,
17: I did actually have to go to the doctor during this, um, which was embarrassing, because it was for acne. (laughs) Nothing to do with the corona. Uh, It was for acne on my back, um, which I learned is, like, Uh, the plight of the single man Uh, I learned that because my um my doctor I was like how do I get it and she was like if you don't have anyone to help you it's like oh no oh no um yeah it's like uh it's Oh she also said uh, she said if you're if you're going to get rid of it on your own you better start practicing your yoga poses which is like a real uh shame it's the only affliction that like you can't solve on your own like you you don't go to the doctor for gout and have the you know lame the doctor's like oh well better get on tinder you know okay um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did get a, I did get a, as a gift, though, um, a, uh, uh like a, st- a loof on a stick, um, from my parents, which was really, like, uh, really nail in the coffin, like, no one's getting your back, huh? We can <laughs> all tell. <laughs> okay. Um, I also went skydiving. I, it sucks that we miss, uh, we lose the other day. You know, when we used to say, like, I went skydiving the other day. Um, but now, you know, I'm here, so I went skydiving three years ago, <laughs> then I wrote the show. <laughs>
2: um, but it's,
17: it's scary. It's like, uh, it's like really long, uh, right? And the, it's only really the first minute is the part you see, you know, the first minute is like you falling, like you can't breathe, your cheeks are desperately trying to become w- wings, you know, mm. you know, your fingers are slowly like <clears throat> just making this. It's um, it's scary. But the worst part is when they pull the uh, the parachute and bam, you're in a conversation with a stranger that's tied to your back for four minutes. he can't leave. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like you just talk about like how the Raiders did last year, and you have no idea. <laughs> you know, uh, it sucks. It's like it's like there's no other like uh, like attraction that's you know, like. A mi- one, like, one part thrill and four parts, like, an icebreaker, you know? It sucks. <laughs> um, and I also, like, I spent a lot of money <laughs> to do this. Something that I got for free at my cousin's wedding, you know? It's just too bad. Yeah, uh, um, yeah I am... Huh, let's see. What else can I do? Um... Uh, I got it. I, uh, oh, I guess I can do this one. This, is, uh, I haven't, uh, I have this, uh, another, um, ailment I found is that I have this thing called SNS, which I would implore you to look up. Um, it's, uh, sad nipple syndrome. <laughs> it's a hundred percent real. Uh, it's not just because I'm sad elsewhere. Uh, it's specifically if you rub your nipples, um, you get, you feel this like immense despair, uh, and it's made like um, sex real tricky because um, huh. I live with my parents, so uh, I can't do it anyway. <laughs> but um,
4: <laughs>
17: but it just it's just like uh, you're you know you're loving it, you're feeling it, you're in it, and then you are just hit with like uh, like immense like homesickness, uh, and it's just uh, it's tough to it's tough to get it off by then. All right, whatever, I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So. Johnny Stein. Woo! That wait, so you're, you're telling me that if you rub your nipples enough, you'll be sad?
17: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're asking me specifically, then yes, yes. Just do it. <laughs> it right now. Uh, yeah. Show us your tits. That's my key. Just imagine it.
5: <laughs> does it? Does it work? Does it? Can you? So can you go like clockwise and get yourself sad, and counterclockwise, and and then all of a sudden you're happy? Oh, uh, either way, I'm sad.
2: Okay.
5: (laughs) I just I just thought I had the solution. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Next up, I'm trying to get Wong on, but right now is Jordan Long to give it up for him.
4: Thanks, guys. Um, So I'm kind of hard to tell, but I'm six feet tall. And, uh, like most guys would say they're six feet tall. I'm 5'11". <laughs> uh, I think short guys are really liking Zoom right now.
2: <laughs>
4: Everyone's the same height on Zoom. That's uh, my Zoom opener. can't wait to do that in real life. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I've been watching a lot more porn because that's what everyone else is doing. because um, of the current situation, a lot of my, like, watch a lot of webcam porn and like because of the current situation a lot of my favorite cam girls have like come out of retirement it's kind of cool to see them again but it's kind of like seeing Michael Jordan when he played for the Wizards you know <laughs> <laughs> not not the same um, there's been an increase in attacks against a ah. I'm like reading this off my screen and I can't still read it right uh, <laughs> an increase in attacks against asians of the coronavirus uh, which also means there's an increase in people finding out that not all asians know martial arts <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's that's a silver lining <laughs> we're, we're finally getting rid of one stereotype <laughs> um i used to live in new york and uh, like you know your friends always come visit you in New York and stuff, and always do like the same like five things. Um, for some reason, I'm always the friend they ask to go to the 9/11 memorial with. <laughs> like, you know, like why can't I be the Chelsea Market friend? Like, you know, I'm here for like I'm here for like five days, and then I'm always like, "Hey, we're at the 9/11 memorial. You want to come?" And oh. Uh, <laughs> It's just as sad the fourth time as it is the first time. Um, cool. Uh, actually, I'm in Asia right now. I, like, fled <laughs> San Francisco to go to Hong Kong. Um, where, like, if you see the charts, it's, like, the lowest infection rates or whatever. Um, which is cool, I guess. I'm, like quarantine and my In my parents' house, so it's like living in a really nice jail. (laughs) Um, Like bring food to me, like cut some fruits from me. So it's an Asian joke. Um, One of the most underrated things about being an Asian guy is like how easy it is for me to enjoy interracial porn. It's like I have to get my feelings hurt. Uh, like, if I was a white guy, I feel like I would like interracial porn, but like not that much, you know because <laughs> I'm Asian that's cool um think if you guys think uh I see it uh yeah. you think if a blind person was suicidal and like their guide dog helped them walk into traffic is that a good dog or a bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good dog. All right, I'll get the time back. But uh, thank you guys. Thank you, Jason.
5: Awesome. So, uh, on deck is Sarah Press. For right now, it's Rob Hudson. Huh. If he can, can you get on, Rob? Can you can you unmute yourself?
4: Jesus Christ. I know, his, oh, I know
16: his jokes. I can do it for him. <laughs> Where's Rob at? Is he here? He's right here. I see his fucking screen. Willing to bomb for a friend. I like it. He's right oh, yeah. here. He's, he's R.O.B. Coco. That's my friend. My friend listens.
12: <laughs> Rob. No, that's yeah. not,
5: not him. Start playing games, Rob. Come on. It's going smoothly until now.
15: <laughs>
5: no one can and I, I hear i hear you you're messaging me but i can't hear you rob unmute your mic dude and video um, do
9: you
5: need time do you need yeah. time Rob?
16: DM unmuted. unmuted. messaging me he's not it's <laughs> just funny i'm
5: the old lady i figured time. it out come on okay on right now sarah are you ready yep yeah, i'm good to go all right, Sarah Press is ready. Unlike Rob, uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, give it up for Sarah Press.
10: Hey, right. cool. hey, everybody! Uh, I'm again Sarah Press. I'm based in Chicago, where we are also in quarantine. And for me, like you know, it's not going great. It's very boring, trying to you know live life the way I did before, doing comedy or drink minimum. that's helping me have some of a normal
2: routine. <laughs>
10: <laughs> My husband, though he's honestly thriving under quarantine. This is like his first opportunity to really live his best life. He's like, Ah, oh, sorry, Sarah. I'd really love to get dinner in a movie with you, but ah, oh, you know quarantine i'm just gonna play path of exile all night every night with every single man that i've ever known (laughs) Uh, and it really is like every single man he's ever known like i'm not trying to be a sexist or anything like i know that women also play video games but my god does it get frustrating from time to time like i'm not saying that i want him to get coronavirus But, like, if he got, like, a bad cold or, like, bumped his knee or just something so he could be a little bit less cheerful all the time, like, I don't know. I would not hate it. So, uh, I'm Jewish. Uh, My husband is not. He was raised Catholic. And that's intentional. Like, that's by design. Um, Jewish men, by and large, are not really fond of the Jewish women. They find us annoying, abrasive, aggressive, all true, like 100% accurate every time. Luckily, Catholic guys, you know, they're really tough. Like, if you can survive Catholic school, you can survive anything. (laughs) Plus, there's, you know, the guilt thing. Like, Catholic guys love guilt, but Catholic guilt is very depressing. It's all, you're sinning, you're sinning, you're sinning. There's really nowhere to go with that. (laughs) Jewish guilt, by contrast, is super motivating we say work harder you get a better job we say study harder you get do better school we say complain harder you get more stuff
0: <laughs>
10: it's not perfect but compared to a thousand hail marys it's better okay. there's a lot of jewish people in comedy i don't know if any of you guys have ever realized that
2: <laughs>
10: if you haven't realized that it's probably a good thing because it means you're not Jewish, and that's fine, there's no great things there. But you're definitely not a Nazi. Nazis, they love paying attention to stuff like that, but they're a little inconsistent. Too many Jewish billionaires? Massive conspiracy! Too many Jewish comedians? Eh, they let it slide. <laughs> In part, I'm pretty sure, because they have like no other option. There are zero funny Nazi comedians. It's actually, it's actually really sad. I mean, who are they gonna like? Roseanne? <laughs> no, <Nope>, not <laughs> even Roseanne. She Nazis is also actually Jewish. So anti-Semitism, you know, it's bad, right? Obviously, very bad. I am opposed. But it is kind of interesting, and in that's probably the only ism that's both terrifying, but also, you know, like. A little bit flattering. Because <laughs> when Nazis be Nazi and they're all like, ah, the Jews have all the power. The Jews have all the money. Who runs the world? Question mark? Jews. Exclamation point.
3: That's
10: <laughs> like, all right, well, at least I have something to look forward to. Now, Eric and I were a very modern modern couple. He does the cooking and the cleaning and the taking out of the garbage. And I do, you know, nothing. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> I feel like we've had 2,000 years of oppressions, lady, and now it's payback time. Eric and I, we also, we love Netflix. You know, we're, very, we're not even chill. We're very focused. <laughs> Why, thank you, April. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Eric is a wonderful father to our two kittens, Macaroni and Bebe. They're classic kittens, very cute, very evil.
2: <laughs>
10: we are double income two cats. We have no kids. Um, I think I'll have kids eventually. I hear it's sort of a good investment at least once you hit middle age. But like I do worry a little bit. What if you get, you know, like a dud, like a really garbage kid? Like what do you do? You can't return them. You can't evade them. It's like 18 years sort of a sunken cost. So, until I get over that, I'm sticking with the cats. Um, my favorite thing about Eric has to be his beard guys look better with beards like 99.9% of the time if you have a beard keep it off if someone tells you to not to get rid of your beard 99% not 100% Gary not 100 um if someone says you should get rid of your beard cut them out of your life they're definitely just trying to ruin it it's funny though how saying you look good with a beard is kind of a compliment but kind of not given it's you know hiding half of your face Like, I feel like if you told Zoro he looked better with the mask, he would probably take it poorly. And that's a little bit similar with the beards. But I kind of, I've dealt with the same thing. So, you know, don't worry. Um, I did kind of recently get married. And everyone at my wedding was like, you look gorgeous. You look amazing. I have never seen you look better in your entire life. At some point, it's like, guys, guys, it's called makeup. (laughs) If you want to compliment me, this, you know, is my face. (laughs) But all in all, I like the way I look, you know, not too hot, not too cold. Face for comedy. (laughs) The thing I probably like the least is my weight. I know what you're thinking. That's ridiculous. Other things about her are way worse. But let me explain. Uh, (laughs) The challenge is that I have, like, really thin arms, not toned, but thin, and sort of thin face. And so when I gain weight, it goes entirely to my stomach. As a result, I don't look thin. I don't look thick. I look pregnant. And the reason I know this is that people that I do not know tell me that I am pregnant. Mm -hmm. And this happens a lot. Um, I've gotten people who got up and gave me their seat on the train. That's nice. I've also had bartenders question me before they're willing to serve. And that's you know, like they think that I'm the kind of mother that would poison my unborn imaginary child. Like No, absolutely not. Fullborn actual child possibly, but my imaginary fetus, like that's that's just mm-hmm. rude. The worst time it's happened in recent memory is um I was on the first floor of a building and this doorman was showing me where the bathroom was. So we're walking and we're walking and he turns to me and he says, so when are you due? So when are you due? I forgot. Like, I can't tell him I'm not pregnant. It's so specific. And so, like, I'm trying to figure out how pregnant I look and how many months would be left and what month <laughs> is would therefore entail. Like, imagine having the worst moment in your life and somebody bops in and also throws in a math problem. <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm going to leave you guys with that bit of advice. If you're a doorman or a train rider or really anybody, do not tell someone that they are pregnant unless you are 1,000% sure that they are pregnant. And even oh if you are, do not do that because you're a stranger. Uh. <laughs> All
12: right.
5: Cool. Thank
10: you, guys.
12: Thank <laughs> for
5: okay so uh rob was supposed to be next but uh he, apparently he needs some time to write his jokes <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> on deck is april april Hirschman. is that is that right, is that um, wait, right? okay and um, next and right now we have natasha Col- collier
10: collier this is oh. exactly like it's spelled uh, uh, okay, cool. I- <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's up? What's up, guys? Uh, I uh, turned 22 a few months ago. It's been it's been a wild run. Sometimes I get introduced uh, at these things as a millennial. And I'm actually not a millennial. Like technically, I'm part of the next generation, which is also the last generation, probably (laughs) Generation Z, baby, we're not gonna make it. (laughs) People are saying saying coronavirus is the biggest thing since 9-11, right? Uh, Which I think is true, and that's crazy for me because my generation does not remember 9-11. Most of us were not even born yet. Uh, Before this, the closest we got to 9-11 was when